Hello, and welcome to ECNM On Air, a podcast series from ECNM Magazine that shares industry intelligence, insights, and opinions on all topics electrical. I'm your host, Ellen Parson, editor in chief of ECNM, and today I'd like to highlight some of the most popular technical pieces of content we've been running lately on our website, but this time brought to you in audio only form in the podcast. In case you missed it, this content was originally brought to you in our ECNM Asks Q&A video series. This week, we're featuring subject matter expert Harold Deloach, who addresses some of our readers' most pressing questions about navigating the National Electrical Code. Today, he talks about all kinds of things for those new to the electrical industry, including tips for apprentices to establish a basic understanding of the NEC, how to break down the codebook by chapter and operative keywords, that's definitely a good one, uh, best practices for taking an electrical license exam, and practical strategies for improving proficiency with the NEC. So let's hear what Harold has to say for apprentices and those new to the electrical industry. Harold, over to you. Hi, and welcome to ECNM Ask. This is where our subject matter experts answer your most pressing electrical questions. Today, I am going to talk to you about technical terms used in the National Electrical Code. These videos can be found on the members only section on the ECNM Magazine website. Hi. I'm Harry Deloach, Director of Education for the Academy of Industrial Arts and NECPrepClass.com. I provide electrical license prep courses in the Philadelphia and Allentown area, all through the Lehigh Valley. And I work with guys that ask me questions specifically about technical terms and language in the NEC and how important it is. So today I wanna go over technical terms and language that you should have a basic understanding for. So remember article 100 basically covers definitions in the NEC. It's organized alphabetically A through Z. Any specific or technical term used in an article that is specific to that article, they put it in article 100. You will not find a lot of basic electrical terms, but specific electrical terms for specific articles that are used uh, more than once. So some of the first terms I wanna cover are accessibility. There are three forms of accessibility in the code book. Accessible as applied to equipment. Here's an example of accessibility applied to electrical equipment. Let's say for instance, you are using this term in regards to a condensing unit, which is a piece of uh, air conditioning equipment that you may see on the side of a residential home. That piece of equipment is typically located on the side of a home around the lawn area. So a HVAC tech would be able to come and service that unit and access it without a uh, ladder. There's no change in elevation. That is what we would regard as readily accessible. Now, another form of HVAC equipment you might see in a residential situation is a split unit. That's where you would see a condensing unit. Sometimes it's mounted up on the side of a home or maybe a commercial building 
where HVAC tech could access it, but he may need a ladder or some form of assistance that is accessible. So one of the differences between accessible and readily accessible is whether or not you need assistance to reach it. Then the other form of accessibility, it's applied to wiring methods. Any junction box or electrical fitting that has a removable cover that houses conductors should always be accessible. We can't put junction boxes behind drywall or any building material and render it inaccessible. So there are three forms of accessibility in Article 100. It's important that you understand the differences between the three. For testing purposes, if you're an electrician and you have to answer a specific test question asking you the difference between the three, make sure that there is one that you need support or additional equipment to reach. There is a level of accessibility that you can reach where you do not need any support. And there is one specifically for wiring methods. The next term I want you to mark in your code book, specifically with a highlighter, these terms we're going through, is appliance. Appliance is not specifically to uh, refrigeration equipment. It's actually a broad term. So I want to read the definition. Utilization equipment generally other than industrial that is normally built in standardized sizes or types and is installed or connected as a unit to perform one or more functions such as clothes washing, air conditioning, food mixing, deep frying, and so forth. As you can see, the term is very broad, all right? Also, the next term you guys should be aware of is attachment plug, plug cap plug. This is a device that by insertion in a receptacle establishes a connection between the conductors of the attached flexible cord and the conductors connected permanently to the receptacle. Reading definitions, you know, it's not exciting, uh, it's not sexy, but you guys actually need to learn these terms because if you see them in the form of a question, you need to know exactly where these terms are derived from. There are two areas where you can find technical terms in the NEC. You can find them in Article 100, and you can also find them uh, at the beginning of most articles right past scope. Listen guys, thank you for tuning in. That was part one of the episode four technical terms, Article 100. Stay tuned for part two. We'll finish discussing important technical terms found in the NEC. I'll see you guys when you come back. Well, it looks like we're about out of time for today. Tune in next time for more answers to your most pressing electrical questions from our subject matter experts. This podcast is produced by ECNM Magazine, part of the portfolio of Endeavor Business Media Publications. Well, I think that's it for now. I'm Ellen Parsons signing off of ECNM On Air. Thank you and have a great day.